up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We'll look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in Kate. Kate, how you doing this evening? Oh, I'm so good, Derek. It's so good to be back with my tuners. Yeah, missed you the last couple of weeks. I know. And also this week, we've got Pete. Pete, good to see you. I've got my headsets, Des and Troy, and I'm ready to podcast. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay. Well, I love it. Guys, if you haven't already, please make sure you like, subscribe, share, get the word out about Plus Platoon. We are growing slowly, but you know, we always love having more people there listening along and watching us. So, Kate, what do we got for the Disney Plus news this week? Oh, that's me. Let me get my Disney Plus news. Here's what we've got going on. Only one thing to talk about today. Ben Kingsley will reprise his role of Trevor Slattery in the upcoming Wonder Man series. In the comics, Wonder Man is a Stark Industries employee who accepts an offer from Baron Zemo that gives him the powers of super strength and durability. Reports are that the series is going to be a satire of Hollywood with Wonder Man having been an actor and stuntman in the comics. The character is also likely to join the Thunderbolts in future endeavors. Back to you, Derek. Yeah, and the Thunderbolts are kind of the anti-heroes that the Julia Louis-Dreyfus character is forming. Ah, um, uh, yes. With Kroger Cap, and we've got Natasha's sister, and we've got Zemo himself is going to kind of be the, one of the leaders of it. So... Yes. I feel like there's going to be like 12 people in that group. There are. There are. <laughs> That's right. They're, I think they're end of part or segment or whatever, five, phase five or whatever, yeah, or phase the, 14, not, whatever they're on now. Not I don't next know. summer, but the following summer. So, yeah, still a ways off. And, Kate, I'm guessing part, part of the reason we only had one thing this week is we've got Disney Plus Day next week. So they're saving a lot up and that's going to be a big drop for them. I have a feeling there is. It's going to be a big one. Okay. This week, many, many moons ago, it was suggested that I may enjoy Thor Ragnarok as a Marvel movie. So that's what we watched this week because Love and Thunder is coming out on Thursday. And I'd never seen Thor Ragnarok. And it was what I was told I kind of needed to watch in order to get Love and Thunder, which I'm sure we will watch at some point. Pete, can you kind of go through a fairly brief synopsis of what is Thor Ragnarok all right so Thor Ragnarok picks up I think after 
Avengers Age of Ultron. Thor is off on his own, doing his own thing, trying to save okay. the universe. Is, is Age of Ultron yeah. before or after Civil War? Is this so? This is Thor, Civil War. Yeah, Thor and Hulk are the only two that don't show up in Civil War. So this is like happening at the same time, kind of as Civil okay. War. So Civil okay. War is like completely separate. These two characters okay. are off doing this while. Because I know it That's said Thor, Thor was Thor had been Thor. Or I'm sorry, Hulk had been Hulky for two years. So right. So he. So that two years. That was the, at the end of Age of Ultron. Hulk flew off in the Quinjet. Okay. And so that's where Hulk was for two years. What Thor was dur- doing during that time, we don't really know. He was with Jane Foster for a while, and then he was off doing stuff. Um. But anyways, he finds out that um, Loki, uh, who he thought was dead in the previous Thor movie, um, which would have been, I think, the Dark World, the one that nobody should ever, yeah, that no one should ever spend time watching. The worst of any of the Marvel things I've watched thus far. (laughs) Well, Eternals, Eternals. Oh no, Dark World was so much worse. Is it okay? (laughs) Oh, so bad. Um, so anyways, uh, he, 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 uh, figures out or finds out that, that, uh, Loki is imitating, um, uh, his, his father, Odin, and he goes back and basically uh, confronts Loki. Loki has put Odin on earth. He tracks down Odin through. I love the fact that he stuck him in a retirement home. Right. Yeah. He's stuck up in a retirement home. And then eventually uh, he ends up wandering off into the fjords of Norway or something. Anyways, they find Odin. Odin says some stuff and passes away. But he indicates that when he dies, their sister, Hela, which they who they didn't know about, who is also the goddess of death, uh, will be released. This is all news to Loki. Everybody. and and everybody right um and uh and basically what ends up happening is uh she comes she appears smashes thor's hammer which you know he goes like mm. and um and she ends up going back to um asgard and there's this plot throughout the movie of her trying to take over asgard which is like the b plot that eventually comes around to the a plot at the end but the main plot of this is thor ends up getting knocked through the uh when he's going through the bifrost he ends up getting knocked onto this planet sakar and he gets um captured and taken to the game master is that his name no i can't remember his name the the jeff goldblum character Jeff character right Jeff Goldblum ver- being very Jeff Goldblum, very Jeff Goldblum, very, for, very, very, very Jeff very Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yes. Um, and um, he ends up being taken prisoner uh, and and put into Grand like Master. Gla- the Grandmaster. Grand yeah. Grandmaster. And also, though, it doesn't say in this, the Grandmaster is the brother of the collector. And if you've oh. ridden the Guardians, uh, of, the Guardians Galaxy of the Galaxy ride, ride yeah. out in the uh, California. Sure. The collector is in as part of the Guardians of the Galaxy universe. So, anyways, but they're they're brothers apparently. Um, Thor ends up being sent to fight the the Grand or the um, 
Grandmaster's champion, who turns out to be Hulk. And so we get a big fight between Thor and Hulk. And then eventually, um, as is not a surprise, Loki ends up being there. Um, also, the person that captures him is Valkyrie, which is another character we're introduced to new, who also happens to be Asgardian. Um, the four of them end up teaming up together, sort of, uh, to escape, and uh, they go back to Asgard. And I'm, I'm obviously skipping over a lot of stuff, but um, go back to Asgard, and they end up fighting Hela for Asgard, but then they figure out... Um, that they can't defeat her. So instead they, you know, they basically, it's all about the friends you made along the way. No, it's, it's like all movies. That's the plot. No, but uh, basically they figure out all Asgard is really about the people. So rather than saving the planet of Asgard, they save the people. And uh, basically they instigate Ragnarok, which is this base, this big destruction of Asgard. And that as that's the only way to kill Ella. And um which I will say there's I a l- missed a chance with the some of the music in this. How when you're the god of what, how they did not pull in ACDC's Thunderstruck at that point. <laughs> that would have been the, that that was the song. Well, I think they I think they gave uh they, I think Iron Man two or something. Iron Man two they gave earlier. Yeah. Yeah, they gave ACDC to uh Tony Stark, so they they couldn't um yeah. Fair enough. I don't know. They decided they decided to use uh, one Led Zeppelin song twice. Yeah, they must they must have paid a lot of money that they didn't want to get a second song. A little bit more than ACDC. So yeah, (laughs) yeah. So um, so in the end, uh, they end up rescue. There's there's a lot of lot of comedy in my opinion. (laughs) Excuse me. And. a lot of hijinks ensue throughout this movie. And in the end, uh, Thor rescues his people, gets them all on a spaceship and they all live happily, happily ever after until until they run into Thanos (laughs) because this movie leads directly into infinity war. So uh, it goes badly for them at the end of this movie. But um, yeah, we will, we won't worry about that. We'll just talk about this movie, which is, <laughs> right. um, again, in, in in my personal opinion, I'm going to say probably top three. Oh, absolutely. Probably top three Marvel. I, 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 it's hard. There's probably five movies that I would put in a top three role. And it's hard for me to tell at any one moment, which of those three I would. So it's definitely top five. Um, for me, I, um, I just think the humor works so well in this. Um, I kind of pushed for us to watch this because I did see Thor love and thunder, which is the same director and obviously a lot of the same characters. And, um, I guess I won't talk too much about that, but I think this is the superior movie to that movie, which we will probably watch in the future. And, um, uh, even though they try to do a set a similar tone to this movie with that movie. Okay. So, well, and that kind of leaves us mentioned it and Kate, I want to go with you because you've seen a lot of them. Is this the funniest <laughs> MCU movie? hundred percent. One hundred percent. This, that is what makes this movie. Uh, in my opinion, Taika Waititi is brilliant, a brilliant director. 
everything Taika Waititi touches is very good in my opinion. Um, yeah, hundred percent. It's everything from Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum. Um, the, the relationship between, Th- uh, not Thor, between, um, Hulk and Valkyrie, uh, introducing Korg, who in my opinion is probably my favorite character in the Marvel universe. Um, and, and just, you get to see, this is one of the first times you see Loki's funny side. You see Loki, because if I remember in Dark World, Loki is not funny. But he Loki is, a, is he, he has a funny side in the original Avengers. That's true. That's true. Um, but you get to see, an, a, in my opinion, a different side of Loki. Uh, you, oh my gosh, the part with, where Loki is pretending to be Odin and it like... Oh my gosh, it's just, it is, in my opinion, it is the perfect blend of comedy, action, drama, suspense. So good. So, Pete, what do you think? Um, I agree. Um, I also like the first Guardians of the Galaxy in terms of humor, but I would agree that this movie just really tickles my funny bone. And every time I see it, there are scenes in it that I had either forgot about or not caught before. Um, this particular one that really had me in stitches was when Korg was talking to Thor or Thor was trying to explain how he would twirl his hammer to make him fly. And Korg was like just completely misunderstanding it. And obviously was, it was getting a little lewd and then Thor was no. So wait, you get your hammer gets, gets, gets you off. Hey. And it's like, no, no, no. Brilliant. It's it, like, yeah, sorry. It's so good. Yeah. It was that, that scene just made me laugh. So, so hard. Um, but there's, there's a lot of little moments like that. Um, even, uh, you know, banner when he, uh, and I should say, even as Hulk, Hulk is funny in this movie, which he's never funny. And um, but when he's Banner, he's just like so like paranoid and everything like that. I just I just love the way that um, that uh, Mark Ruffalo plays him in this movie. He definitely plays it as a comedic role. Uh, 100%, which I don't think at any other point, maybe in the new Miss Marvel series, he played it a little comedy, but, uh, you know, Bruce she Banner Hulk? is usually, she uh, she, she, yeah, sorry, She-Hulk. Um, he's playing that for comedy too, but, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just when, uh, um, when Valkyrie shows up and she's coming down the ramp and she falls off the ramp. <laughs> just, yes. That I the first time you see it, you don't, I probably spoiler the first time you see it, you don't know it's coming, but even every time I've seen it, knowing it's coming, it's just timed so perfectly. I don't know. It's, I just find this movie hilarious. What, what did you think, Derek? I guess we're, you're the, you're the newbie to this movie. It's not even the funniest one I've seen. Ant-Man was funnier. Ant-Man really? was funnier. Yeah. Ant-Man was funnier. The yes, the Paul Rudd, all of the, and it, because they didn't go, to me, this had the same problem that the 2016 Ghostbusters had. They went for the cheap joke and the easy joke. Her falling off the ramp is, I mean, her being drunk and falling off the ramp. Okay. So she's drunk and fell off the ramp. Who cares? It's, <laughs> I don't know. I just, it's a physical I, comedy that doesn't do it for me at all. You didn't reminds, think Korg was funny? 
he was okay. Part of it is I had a hard time understanding what he was saying some of the time. Oh when when Loki disappears and Korg runs up and goes, piss off, ghost, and he kicks the wall, <laughs> I cry. I, like, oh my God. Sorry, Derek. Keep going. <laughs> yes, I mean, also, I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. It just... Were there moments that made me chuckle? Yes. Was there anything ever that made me laugh out loud? No. There wasn't in this movie like there was in Ant-Man. So oh. to me, this is not the funniest Marvel movie. I guess it's you got a different sense of humor for me okay. than Eric. To be fair, though, did we set him up to fail, Pete, because we went into this saying, oh, my God, this is the best movie. Oh, my God, it's so funny. Oh, my God, it's so funny. It, like, Do you think we set uh, him up to have really think, high no, expectations? I think Derek... I think Derek uh, takes all Marvel movies with a grain of salt. So I don't think he goes in with, uh, with a hundred percent that I'm going to love this. You know? three and a half. I gave Shang-Chi a three. I mean, I go right. into these with a fairly open mind. No, you do. I, but I'm just, but I'm I mean, saying, I don't, th- I don't, what I'm saying is what Kate's saying is, sorry, go ahead. How you guys said, this is such a funny movie. This is such a funny movie. And then it's wasn't to me. Okay, right. so I'm just wondering if we set if we set the expectations too high. Yeah, I, I think it's something to think about anyway. Okay, so we talk and now this movie is weird because it actually has multiple villains. It has right. Fire Dude from the beginning and the end, who right. gets beat but then turned loose. It has Jeff Goldblum's character who plays Jeff Goldblum in every Jeff Goldblum thing. <laughs> And then we have Hela, who is the main, I would call the main villain. And the question is, is she a purely evil villain? And I'm going to say no. I'm going to say she's not a purely evil villain. Her time with Odin, her time with her father, she worshipped her father. She loved doing everything with her father until he turned against her. So... There's there's a reason, but you can see behind her eyes sometimes when she's talking about her father, there's something there that if Odin had accepted her again, I think she I don't think she would have been as purely evil. So to me, she is not now. Does she have very many redeeming actions within this movie? No. <laughs> she doesn't. Does she have any? But, <laughs> um yeah, she tries to save Asgard. She tries to save the oh. she, she tr- she tries to save the land of Asgard. And to me, yes, it's because she wants to rule it. But at the same time, she could have just said, you know what? Forget the land. There's the people I need to rule. And she could have gone that direction, too. Now, I don't think she got it. But still, to me, she's not purely evil. Kate, what do you think? Uh, I think she's a bad mamma jamma. <laughs> See, I oh, do I want to say this because this will ruffle feathers? Uh, if we had to balance the scale between Hela and Thanos, I think Hela is the more evil of the two. I would agree, even from not having seen a ton of either one of the Thanos movies, knowing Thanos's motivation, knowing some of the stuff that about that, I would agree, Hela is a more evil villain. Yeah, I would say, but, and she just, listen, from a purely physical standpoint, 
anybody who can make the <laughs> come out of their head like this, like, nah, you got you got some evil in you, man. Like, no, 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 no. Uh, I I just don't see a lot of. I think she is a great villain. I think she is a fantastic villain. Um, but her her I don't even know what the word I want is her aura. No, her not jealousy, her power, hunger, power hungriness uh-huh. um, makes it where she can't see. It's the people to lead, not the place. It's what you just said. Um, and she's led. She's I feel like she's led by greed and she's led by power, uh, that power hungry. And to me, that's that's pretty gosh darn evil. But yeah, I mean, I I, I have trouble seeing a lot of. Like, I don't have as much trouble looking at Thanos and the things that Thanos says and the things that Thanos does and being like, all right, well, I don't I agree with it because yeah. you're kind of a terrible dude, but I sort of see where you're coming from, but you're also kind of a terrible dude. So <laughs> kind anyway, of. Hey, you go. <laughs> no, I'm going to disagree with Derek. I think she's pretty much as evil as can be. I mean, I do get the point that like her, her, she did this with her dad. Um, that's that's what they did is they invaded these other territories. But like, you know, even if she and then he imprisoned her because she basically wanted to keep killing everybody and he decided he didn't want to keep killing everybody, I guess. Um, but he couldn't work it out with her. I don't know. They didn't really tell us too much about what went on between the two of them. But he basically imprisoned her and um yeah so she's obviously mad at him but like even the concept that like she wants to come back and rule asgard but like the first thing she wants to do is kill everybody in else in asgard that's not ruling uh <coughs> that's, not, no. that's not ruling, ruling. That, well i mean if you kill everybody <laughs> so mm-hmm. i don't know it was it was it was a strange um okay it was, it's a strange choice and like none of her actions are at any point very redeeming. So I just, I I mean, is there a little bit of, does she have reason for being evil? Okay. Yeah, fine. But she is pretty much straight up evil. There isn't a lot of, um, you know, there's some, there's some Marvel villains that, and you know, Baron, we talked about Baron Zemo earlier and he has, there's kind of logical motivation behind what he's doing because of, um, you know, his family being killed and things like that. And so you can kind of accept it. And as I said, I've, I've never really felt that way about Thanos, even though like his, yeah, his, the base motivation is good, but like, there's certainly better ways to go about it there. Thanos, you know, <laughs> than killing yeah. half the, half the universe. Um, so I don't know. It's, uh, she, she's, she's really to me, I mean, and she played and uh, Kate Blanchett, is great in the role, even though it is a fairly one note role. I mean, she just, she plays it as evil. I mean, it's kind of, it's to me, it's almost wicked queen, isn't it? Like, it's almost like she plays it like to me, it's wicked queen, but not quite Maleficent. No, not quite Maleficent, but like, but that kind of like, you know, that kind of like over the top, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm bad and I know it and I can do whatever I want and that type of stuff. And, uh, it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun of a role. I mean, I really do enjoy, do enjoy her in it. As I said, even though it's kind of a one note role, but you know, she, it, she certainly seems like she's having fun with it. That's for sure. 
yeah, I would, yeah, totally agree. But you brought up a point. She's no Maleficent. No. No. So, well, she was also she's also mad about not being invited. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay, Pete, I'm going to go to you on this question. Is this plot and movie really needed in the MCU canon, or is it just a fun movie they made that doesn't really matter? And I think we just glitched with Pete. So, Kate, I'm going to go to you on that question. Yeah, uh, I think. Oh, go ahead, Pete. Did he still glitch? I think still glitch? Still got... Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So this is this is hard. I don't think it's as canon driven as the Avengers or as um, Civil War. It's not as it's not as as canon driven as that, but. You do, it does bring Hulk back into the story. It does give us a little bit more insight into Thor and Thor and Loki's whole um, relationship. Um, it does introduce Valkyrie. Uh, it introduces the game master or the, the grandmaster. Um, so while it's not one of the like pivotal, pivotal, you have to see this to understand anything at all in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it does add a lot of connectors. So, Pete, you're back. What do you think? I am back. I don't know what's going on. My connection keeps dropping on me. Um, I I more lean the other way. I think this one is... I mean, you're, you're right. There's a little bit of connection with Hulk. There's a little bit of connection with Thor. Um, if you went to Infinity War without this movie, you wouldn't get why the first five minutes of that movie are what they are. That's what I spoiler award. That's when Loki dies, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think we're okay. past. And, okay. Spoiler for that. Okay. Remind me on this one though. Why does he, what does he get from Loki? Does he get the Tesseract from Loki? Cause Loki stole it or not? Yes. So obviously in this okay. movie, because it's been so long and I've seen like that once flipping through it once on TBS type thing. Yeah. So, so, so I mean, without, going too far into infinity war the first five minutes of infinity war is <clears throat> goes right from the end of this uh thanos is on the asgard shift ship he's killed half the people um he wants the tesseract um loki offers well they try to they try to have hulk kill or fight thanos and he beats the crap out of hulk and then um I forget why he kills Loki, but anyways, he kills Loki to get the Tesseract and he um, jettisons Thor into space. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. <coughs> so those first five minutes, I guess you kind of need to know this movie, but. Um, I think it was going to say we don't really need to have this plot in the MCU canon. And I kind of agree with that because I had never again? seen. Because I had never seen this movie and I understood the beginning of Infinity War. Okay, Hulk and Thanos and Loki are on a ship and who cares? I mean, like as far as I don't care why they're on a ship together. So to me, this to me, this didn't really need to be in MCU canon just because it doesn't progress the story. Much. So, and, I think, and I think Pete, that's that's kind of where you were heading to, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. 
as we always do, Cups of Pixie Dust out of five for this movie, Kate. Five. For sure. Okay. Yeah. I give it a five. This is probably the fourth or fifth time I've watched it. And I still had a great time watching it. I don't get tired. I, I don't get tired of it. I can't. I don't know what to take off for this movie for me. Okay. Um, I'll be honest. I'm sitting here looking at the other uh, ratings I've given things. I'll give it a two and a half just because if there are certain scenes that I will not flip past automatically, there are certain scenes that I would watch again, but I would not watch this movie again. What did you like about the movie, Derek? I mean, cause obviously um, two and a half, that's not, you're not giving it a one or something. There were scenes like the scenes when he's fighting, uh, when Thor is fighting Hulk, I thought the last 30 minutes was probably ex- the best 30 minutes of the movie. And yes, that was the most marvelly part of the movie. But I thought the last, I mean, was it predictable that the executioner was going to flip and go the other back the other direction? Absolutely. You could read that all over his face. Um, but there were moments in there of like the gladiator-esque flashback of him going to Odin says, you are the... <laughs> The the con- interaction with him and his father there at the end of what are you the god of? You're not the god of hammers. Yeah. Which, how does he get his hammer back, by the way? Uh, he doesn't. Well, he eventually yeah, yeah, he does. Because does, he has it in Endgame. Oh, well, that's all time travel. Oh. Stuff. Okay. Really never mind. wobbly, timey, wimey. Then really never mind. So, okay, yeah, but I mean, I'm going to give it a two and a half because as I said, there are scenes that I would watch. Some of the scenes with Loki I would watch. Um, that was That is by far not the best elevator scene in any Marvel movie. Um, <laughs> there are better elevator scenes. Um, I will go the other direction. I did not think the Bruce Banner part was funny. I thought it was just kind of annoying with him. What am I going to do? I don't want to turn it back into him. What am I going to do? What I don't want to... We knew he was going to turn back into the Hulk. So it, it, he, if he was trying to play angsty, he didn't play angsty enough. So, but anyway, so there were some things I liked about it, but this is not even in the top two of the Marvel rankings I've given. Ant Man is still the top ranking I've given it three and a half, and I will stick with that one. And I actually gave uh, Shang-Chi a three. Wow. So I like Shang-Chi better than this. Wow. Yeah. Um, th- this to me, this is the same rating as the original Avengers. Which is a great movie. Which is an okay movie. Again. The, the thing to me with this one, and I think why it strikes strikes me, is that the whole concept of Thor and a lot of these characters in this movie are inherently silly. And so I admit that this movie is silly, but like it takes itself less serious than a lot of the Marvel movies do. And I do enjoy that a lot because a a lot of them take themselves very. And in fact, the first two Thor movies took themselves extremely seriously. And and that's why they 
didn't work that well. Especially the second one was very, very serious. And okay, you know, guys. Thor to me is a character that works much better as this guy that is kind of he's I don't want, he's not an idiot, but but he's like you know just a little bit of uh, seriously, yeah. What? Yeah, it just it just, it just doesn't take it seriously. And so to me, you know, I really enjoy this. Um I, I do have to say, if you didn't like this, you probably won't like Love and Thunder. But that's fair. Maybe you will. Okay. <laughs> now, would I like Guardians? Um I I don't know with you, Derek. It's hard to tell. I mean, I was yeah, right I when Ant Man. Um Guardians is, probably- is 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 more playful fun than than this is I mean, I said, I admit this movie is silly, which I don't think Guardians is quite as silly as this movie. It still has its silly moments, but there's there's silly stuff in there's, it. Of course, it I mean, you have a talking silly and funny. Yeah, I, but I would. I don't know. That's going to be hard. That's a hard. That's okay. a hard call. Well, we will. We will rack it up at it some does, point. It does have a talking raccoon in it. So, OK, one or two. <laughs> Do I need to see one before I see two on that one? Oh, oh Guardians of the Galaxy uh, one is much better than two, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we yeah, will you need to up. see one first. The, the problem to me with two is they spend a lot of the movie splitting up the team, and it's one of those movies that, like, the team is the best the part team. about okay. the movie. So. But, be honest, Baby Groot is... Baby Groot is brilliant, for, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So. Speaking All of which, right. Kate, have you seen the I Am Groot comics? I have not, not yet. Oh, not yet. wait, you got to see the shit. You gotta I know, I've heard they're really funny. Yeah. Okay. So next week, we have got a special episode for you. We are going to be live next Thursday on Disney Plus Day. Disney Plus Day is September 8th. We will be live with all of the news that is the news that Disney has dropped that day. So if you remember, probably be a lot of news. <laughs> you remember our show from last year, Kate and I went, uh, I think what an hour 20. Oh my gosh. We went for so long. And it was just, it was great. And, it was just it was and it was just shotgunning information. We didn't discuss it a lot. So there is going to be so much news next week. Please come on, join us live. <laughs> um, those of you listening on the podcast, the podcast will be delayed a day or two just because we are doing a live show Thursday evening. The timing will be at nine o'clock Eastern. 8 Central, 7 Mountain, 6 Pacific for that show. So please come on, join us. We'll be on live on Facebook at uh, Plus Platoon and live on YouTube at Plus Platoon. Those are going to be the two sections we're going to be live and actually live on our Twitter, Twitter account also. So all three of those are simply Plus Platoon. Please come join us. Comment on what you like, comment on what you don't like, the announcements that you're going and the announcements you can't wait for. But yeah, I think Go ahead, sorry. No, but as we've seen, even some of these announcements can change. Like, don't take some of the names to heart because Agatha was really supposed to be House of uh, House of Harkness, and now it's Coven of something. Right. So the names are okay, but we had a lot of announcements last year, and I'm hoping we'll have a lot this year. There's, I'm sure there's going to be a ton, and. Um... I think you're gonna let let the rest of us join too, right? It's not just, not just gonna be you and Kate. Oh yeah, yeah. Pete, you're gonna be on with us too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I think we'll oh. we'll keep our opinion we'll keep our opinions short because it will be a lot, and it'll really be like I can't wait, eh, or 
Do we have to watch that, Derek? <laughs> Speaking yep. of do we have to watch that, Derek? Yes, the week after that, yes, we are going to be watching the new Pinocchio. Oh, so for those of you it, who are not gonna, those of you who don't want to listen next week, which I don't understand why you wouldn't want to listen to us live and comment in with great. Us, We're a hoot. We hoot. will be doing the brand new Tom Hanks Pinocchio CGI <laughs> fun fest. <laughs> This is one of those guys where I will be perfectly honest. I don't think any of the team is looking forward to this, but <laughs> it's the new movie that's coming out on Disney Plus Day, so we probably need to review it. I, I, I'll say I'll say this about it: you can't go too wrong with Tom Hanks. Oh sure. yeah, you can. Well, uh, Terminal. I mean- don't you dare come from the 1994 cinematic classic Sleepless in Seattle, Derek. I will the end terminal. The terminal. He said the terminal. The terminal was not a great movie. No, the terminal was not a good movie. Yeah, but I'm just I'm just saying like Tom Hanks's part will probably be watchable. Pedal part will probably be very good, at least better than Drew Carey. So oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> Speaking of a horrible Pinocchio movie, but. <laughs> Um, I know George, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is Jiminy Cricket in this one. Um, it looks like there is Robert Zemeckis, so and it does look like they're going fairly shot for shot for the original, similar to the original to the CGI Lion King. So we'll see how it goes. But that's in two weeks. Next week we are live with Disney Plus Day, and with that, everyone, we will say good night. Bye, everyone. Bye. watching this week's episode of the plus platoon be sure to subscribe to the plus platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week then head over to apple podcast and leave those five star reviews as they help make the plus platoon visible to even more disney plus fans also go to youtube and like and subscribe to the plus platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.